Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning. If you're Victoria in Texas, well, then it's 8.40 in the morning. Adjust it for your time zone. With that being said, if you're listening to me live, you've got it figured out already, and that's wonderful. If you miss these calls, you can always go back to an application called SoundCloud, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D, Maggie, no, and you put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and these calls will pop up. They're archived back eight plus years. That's the beginning of when TR90 started, and we've had a variety of hosts over the years, and some of them have had some really great ideas on things um, you can do for upcoming holidays and things like that. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, and I come to you with an education background. Then with the TR90 program, since it first started, because I came over from the R90 program, which was its immediate predecessor, and while R90 program worked well for many people, for me it didn't work very well because I had already been exercising and I wasn't seeing any great body changes. But when the when they added the supplements and the 30 grams of protein at at least three meals, that made a huge difference for me. I dropped 20 body inches, but I didn't lose an ounce. So that gives you an idea that, yes, I had a good chunk of muscle already. It's just that I needed the the body fat to kind of disappear. So with that being said, take those supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal. Have one really good lean, clean meal a day. Have two shakes a day, three snacks a day, seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables, 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week getting plenty of uh, rest, seven to eight hours of rest daily will really help set you up really well. Drinking plenty of fluid and staying hydrated. Um, The current thinking is a minimum of one ounce for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking at least 50 ounces of water. You can, um, if you're moderate or heavily exercising or very in a humid area, you'll need to increase that so that you, you stay hydrated. If you think you're hungry, chances are you're really thirsty and the dehydration's already started. And if it's really humid and you're drinking plenty of water but it just doesn't seem to be working, just take the tiniest little pinch of like sea salt and drop it in your water and drink that. That will help you keep the minerals and help stay hydrated a little bit better. With that being said, I'm always looking for information to share with you that will help support this TR90 lifestyle because it is a lifestyle change. It is not a you do it once and you're absolutely done and you never have to do it again. And with that change, um, you keep thinking of things that would help motivate you. So the information I'm sharing with you today, most of it comes out of a book called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. 
It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews. And today's topic is all about tea and why tea is a real good thing to include into that TR90 lifestyle. Tea is a source of flavonoids, fluorine, fluoride, and no calories. It doesn't have any sidekicks. Try to drink one to four cups daily or more. If you're not drinking tea regularly, you're missing out on an opportunity to give yourself a powerful health boost. For no calories and very little cost, you probably have a few boxes of tea in your pantry. If not, treat yourself to some of the new flavorful teas that are now widely available. Next time you're relaxing on the sofa, reading the paper, working at your desk, or sitting in the backyard watching nature go by, make it a more helpful experience by sipping some tea. Iced or not, tea is an all-season health style all-star. Green tea, black tea, oolong tea, they're all produced from the evergreen shrub, Camellia cyanesis. They are all beneficial to your health in remarkable ways. It's the antioxidant flavonoids in tea that gives it its health-promoting power. Green tea is particularly rich in flavonoids, such as catechins. And by the way, that uh, the tea green 97, that has, if you take two of those day, I think it's two, two of the capsules, it has the equivalent of seven cups of green tea in just one day's serving. So keep that in mind. So one one of which 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 is the Elagalio Catechin Dash Three Gallate or EGCG, it plays an impressive role in fighting cancer. So if you're looking to prevent cancer, that that would be a good one to take as well. That uh, Tea Green Ninety Seven research has demonstrated that regular tea consumption is associated with lower blood pressure. Uh, KR skin cancer, uh, oh, uh, I think that's a misspelling on that. So um, prevention of skin cancer, decreased sun-induced aging of skin, cataract prevention, according to preliminary studies. And in addition, tea is also recognized as being antiviral, anti-inflammatory, and anti-allergy. And finally, there's evidence that drinking tea is associated with the beneficial changes in regard to obesity, periodontal disease, diabetes, longevity, and neural function. Who could ask for more from an inexpensive, widely available, flavorful drink? Which tea is best to drink? Black or green, decaf or regular? Well, a cup of black tea has... 268 milligrams of, or yeah, milligrams of flavonoids. Green tea has 316, so now you know why green tea is probably the better choice. Decaffeinated decaf tea has about 85% of the flavonoids found in regular tea. You can increase the flavonoid amounts in any tea by squeezing the bag after sleeping for a few minutes. The amount of the polyphenols is highest 
in freshly brewed tea, and these decrease with time. Caffeine is a natural component of all teas. In general, a cup of tea contains less than a half, than half the caffeine of coffee. However, the actual milligrams of caffeine found in different teas are dependent on the specific brew strength and blends of tea leaves. Canned, iced, powdered teas all have benefits, but the best bang for your tea buck is from freshly brewed and then consumed tea. Research into the power of tea is ongoing, and here is just a few of the highlights that have been discovered recently. Given the epidemic of hypertension today, it's an excellent news that tea can play a beneficial role in reducing blood pressure. A study of more than 1,500 men and women who drank tea regularly for at least a year saw a considerable reduction in their risk for high blood pressure. Those who drank a half a cup to two and a half cups a day saw a 46% reduction in the risk, while those who drank more than two and a half cups saw a 65% reduction. This is an impressive result. A study from England reported that green tea seems to inhibit heart cell death after a heart attack or stroke, and also it appears to speed recovery from the same. Green and black tea's ability to fight cancer has been has been amply demonstrated in the study in study after study. Indeed, the chemo prevention branch of the National Cancer Institute has even developed a project that will test compounds found in tea to study their cancer prevention abilities in human subjects. Interestingly, tea seems to help prevent cancer in a variety of ways. Its antioxidant ability has perhaps been most widely studied, but it also inhibits blood flow to cancer cells, thus starving them. Green tea seems to be able to shut off the growth-promoting genes in cancer cells, thus encouraging the cancer cells to self-destruct. Tea also helps to neutralize the cancer-promoting compound or properties of certain environmental toxins. One study shows that the polyphenols in green tea actually boosted the effectiveness of one of the most common cancer drugs, doxorubicin, by causing the cancer cells to retain the drug rather than to repel it. Given the alarming rise in the rate of diabetes worldwide, it's encouraging to learn that recent studies have shown that green tea is effective in improving insulin sensitivity. In one study, healthy subjects who consumed green tea were subsequently given glucose tolerance tests. The green tea actually increased the ability of the body to manage blood sugar effectively. Finally, if it weren't enough, if there weren't enough good reasons to drink tea, here's a finding that sends most of Dr. Pratt's patients right to their tea kettles. In a recent study, it was found that green tea not only promoted cardiovascular health by the reduction, by reducing damage to the LDL cholesterol and thus reducing plaque formation, it also reduced body fat. In the 12 weeks of the study, 38 normal 
the overweight men drank one bottle of green tea daily, had significantly lower body weight. BMI, waist circumference, body fat mass, and the amount of subcutaneous fat composed with men who had consumed a bottle of oolong teas daily. It seems that the amount of the catechin flavonoids made the difference. The green tea contains 690 milligrams of catechins, while the oolong tea had just 22 milligrams of the catechins. So I think I'm going to stop there. So that's another reason why um, the tea green 97 is, it has the equivalent of six cups of uh, catechins in that serving. So you get you get the green tea benefits with that tea green 97, which is part of the reason why it's included into the TR90 program. With that being said, I'm going to take us all off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. So making sure to get plenty of exercise, stay hydrated. So now you know you can actually drink tea and stay hydrated. Try not to sweeten it too much because with that, that does um, compensate some of, uh, negate some of the benefits. With that, this is Susan Mann for June 29th. 2021 signing out. Have a great day. And if you have any questions or comments, you can ask me after we get off mute. So there we have it, friends. Why tea is good for it. I I just have a quick comment about the tea green, our tea green and the reishi. Um, yes. There was Study. Yes, it's very interesting. This was a long time ago, but um, I think that with uh, lung cancer, um, I think our green tea and our reishi, they did a study and synergistically, that you have to check this out, but this is what um, I had this study, that synergistically they uh, disabled the, the cancer cells to clump and form um the tumor that's what the two together they work together the rt green and the and our reishi that makes perfect sense you know joe chang's on top of all of that <laughs> i'll confirm a little bit more more that the t green was done in some prostate cancer studies as i remember and then there's some other stuff about reishi and cancer also um, but again, it's treating diseases and stuff like that. You don't want to make those claims. You can only right. say that there are anecdotal reports about success with it. And the other one is you can say studies were done with relating to it, but you kind of need to stop there. Otherwise, uh, the company gets stomped on, you get stomped on. Not a fun thing. Oh, okay. Not doing proper thinking. Yes, thank you. It was thank you so study. much, Brian. It was, it, it was a study. Thank you. Um, it wasn't like a fact or what the, it was. It was a study that was done with one of the journals. So, um, yes, you're absolutely right. Using that term anecdotal uh, experience is an important item. It 
uh, keeps the uh, lawyers away. Oh, thank you. I'll remember that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, with that, I'm going to let everybody go and have a great day. And thank you as ever to Brian and Frank for keeping these calls uh, recorded and posted for us. And with that, have a great day, everyone. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.